Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean Anderson. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back to the Believe in FCS Football Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by my former teammate and good friend Sean Anderson, as we are former players at the University of Rhode Island, recently a part of that program. About a year ago, two years ago, I don't even remember at this point. It feels like it was forever ago. Today's episode, we are going to be recapping the first round of the FCS playoff bracket for the spring. Very strange seeing a playoff bracket being played out, but we're going to talk about some of the crazy stuff that happened, some of the some of the headlines that have surfaced, as well as the NFL draft coming up, as you should expect a certain FCS product to go in the top 10 or so. Sean, how are you doing today? You excited to talk FCS football? Oh, look at this. I get a word in before you ask me to do a read. Uh, this is, uh, this is yeah, new. I like I this did, a lot. See, I, I said it to you because I didn't want you to complain at me, and you still had to bring it up. It would just, it's just nice that, when you treat me like a person and not like somebody who just does your uh, your ad reads for you. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start doing the ad reads if that's the attitude that you're. Gonna I didn't give realize me. I was bringing an attitude to the show. I was just trying to be positive. You were and thank an you for doing something that I had asked you to do for about three months. Okay. Well, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do the damn uh, ad read. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> well, as I was telling Joe this past weekend, uh, Saturday night, I came home, saw that there was going to be a nice little fight between uh, Usman and Mazdival, and I said, you know what, what's going to make this more fun? You already had a good day, had a little bit of an adventure that day, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit down here, uh, drink some water and watch this fight, and just kind of get ready for tomorrow, or am I going to throw a little cash down? Well, I threw some cash down, and for once, your boy is a big where and I hope you guys put down some money with betonline.ag because it has everything that you need. This is the site that you need to use to do your sports betting and make your life more fun. Not making it better. I will never say that sports sports gambling is going to make your life better. It will make it more fun. <laughs> <laughs> you will have more fun in wins and losses than you would just sitting there like Jody Leone 
with his headphones on, listening to some some NFL films, documentary, or, or something that he does. I don't know. He's not really a person. He just kind of absorbs information and he waits to spray it on other shows. Whatever. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. And now back to our boring book expert, Joe DeLeon. What, what, what was, why, why? See, this is why I said, this is why I said I want you to go get something to eat because I didn't want to have to deal with this bull to start the show because you have an attitude and you clearly do. Oh, I was just riffing, bro. Yeah. Hey, how much money have you made off of, are you in the positive over all of your bets? I'm curious. Went up big, lost it all, climbing back up. Of course you are. I got a big bet. I'm not afraid to admit it. I got a big bet on our boy Trey Lance. I'm not going to disclose what that bet is, but um, I I hope it pays out. I hope things go the way that I'm expecting. But Trey Lance is going to be an elite pro, and we're going to talk about him in a little bit. Before we do, though, we have to discuss this first round of the playoff as a lot of crazy headlines, a lot of unexpected outcomes some serious blowouts happen in this one. I just want to run through the scores for anybody that happened to miss any of these games. South Dakota State ends up beating Holy Cross 31-3. to Not much of a surprise there. Southern Illinois, this one's the surprise, and we're going to talk about it in a sec. 34-31 to over Weber State. Uh, Delaware, 19. Sacred Heart, 10. Not that unexpected. Jacksonville State, 49. Davidson, 14. Holy crap, Sean. Why did you pick Davidson? JMU VMI, 31 to 24. Yeah, you're welcome for that one. Uh, That one was a close game. Watched VMI kind of climb their way back, but just a little bit too late for them to do anything. North Dakota, Missouri State, 44 for, uh, for North Dakota compared to Missouri State's 10. North Dakota State, 42. Eastern Washington, 20. Oh, my God, that is an ugly score as well. And then Sam Houston, 21, Monmouth, 15. That was another game where I watched Monmouth start to climb their way back as they were down a few scores, but just not enough time for them to actually stay in that game and possibly tie it up or win it. So we've got a number of teams, talented teams moving on. South Dakota State, Southern Illinois, Delaware, Jacksonville State, James Madison, North Dakota, North Dakota State, and Sam Houston are all the teams that have moved on. But the... The big headline and the most exciting game that happened this weekend, in my opinion, if you add up all of the crazy crap that went into it, was the Southern Illinois Weber State game. And we underestimated them. We both picked Weber State. And hell, I talked up Weber State as being a dark horse team in this playoff. And well, of course, they underperform. They make me look silly. Southern Illinois wins 34-31, to and what went into this, this was, a, it was, this was a close back-and-forth game. We even had a fake field goal touchdown at one point. We had a reverse touchdown in the beginning of the game by Weber State, and it comes down to a final, the final minute of the game as Stowe Labonowitz, I think I pronounced that correctly, hits uh, Bra- Branson Combs fourth and six on a fadeaway shot to effectively win the game. There was a Hail Mary attempt. Weber State does not connect this time. But, Sean, this one was wild, and this is what I think we wanted to see from more of these games. 100% also, Joe, 
I liked your score rundown. It reminded me of a Jim Rome sports update. So maybe we could instru- uh, implement that more into the show. I'd like our Jody okay. Leon FCS update. Joe Dilly Rome. There we go. Now Jody. we're now we're cooking I wish with you, gas. I wish you. I wish you did an acapella of the music bed. That would have made it more entertaining. That's exactly maybe what Maybe we're on to something. We really might be on. <laughs> God, could you imagine? All right, all right, so let, let's talk about this game. Let's not get... Let's Sorry, not be too so stupid for one second. <laughs> um, it's, it's the exact type of game you want to see. Uh, playoffs or not... 34-31, a lot of scores, trick plays, hard hits, down to the wire. Weber State had already hit a massive Hail Mary already in the season. So everybody on both sides of the field was like, oh, are they going to do it again? This game was never in the bag for any of the teams. It was runs, comebacks, everything. It, it was a fantastic FCS football game. It's a fantastic football game also. It just had everything that you could ask for, and it feels like every single time that we've covered the playoffs show, every time since we've been uh, covering this uh, this level of football and partaking in it, these are the games that you really have to take a take a second and step back and be like, wow, that we just had a really real experience there. It's not like going to a Nats game and watching them lose twelve to five when you have a. Well, it's a really really good game to have been able to watch and also analyze. Yeah, and I think that this probably was one of the more unexpected outcomes of the week and a bit of a toss-up as it probably should have been described because Southern Illinois showed us that they're a good football team when they beat North Dakota State, some inconsistencies through the remaining parts of the season. But they're talented, and they are going to be continually an underdog as now they're going to be facing South Dakota State. That's going to be a much more difficult matchup but they have shown us that they're capable of staying and fighting in a close game. Ironic that I, we talked about how Weber State, and the reason why I picked them to make it far, was because they've shown the resilience to come back in close games, and I'm specifically referencing that crazy Hail Mary that they completed. And they did have a Hail Mary attempt at the end of this game. It just didn't, it just didn't come to fruition. And of course, as always, Sean, we jinx one team. There's always the one team that we find a way to put a, a negative spell on and we hype them up way too much. And it just so happens it was Weber State. So sorry, Weber State fans. Yeah, uh, it's nice that you had the jinx this week. And I know uh, it felt weird. You didn't, I actually don't like it. I wish the jinx was back on me. I don't like losing the control over the jinx. Give, well, give it you, back. You jinxed two other teams, so uh, but I, I don't know if it was that much of a jinx because I don't think anyone expected them to win. Yet you still Why are you hate them. I'm just I'm glad that I finally beat you in FC estimates. I'm climbing. Oh my yeah, way back. okay. I can't wait to get to the scores. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get to those scores. Yeah, let's so do that. the other thing that we have to discuss here, Sean, Sacred Heart ends up holding Delaware to 19 points. Sam Houston, who's this prolific offense. Only 21 against Monmouth. Really odd to see these two teams. And Delaware is not necessarily as explosive as Sam Houston is. But both of these teams not really putting out a lot of offensive production as we're gearing up for the second round of the playoff. And Delaware's facing a Jacksonville State team that put up 49 points. Sam Houston facing North Dakota State, who's always going to be good defensively. Are you at all worried that 
they need to step up offensively that they might be in a tough spot this upcoming week? I think Delaware, they are top to bottom a very, very solid team. They don't ever get too streaky, uh, which I like. They're never too high, never too low, but they're always higher than lower. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm not as nervous about that. Um, and I, I'm more nervous about Sam Houston State uh, because they have to play North Dakota State this week. And North Dakota State looked like they were in good form, dropping 42 on Eastern Washington. But also we get into the playoffs and a lot of crazy things can happen. And I think the track record of Sam Houston State is strong enough where we can understand, okay, they still won the game. Uh, Monmouth played them very, very tough. Uh, Monmouth. I know that we all get swept around uh, with their fast offense and Pete Guerrero from last year. It, they have a lot of speed and fun, but their defensive line and their front seven, all that, they've always been strong. So it, it, I don't want to discredit Monmouth by saying they, they were able to hold Sam Houston State to 21. They played a good ball game. Sam Houston State still won, as they should have. And they're going to be going on. Now they're going to really have a test uh, playing North Dakota State. I'm more worried about them because it's North Dakota State. Uh, but regardless, we see it all the time. Who did JMU play? Uh, to, uh, it was um, Northern Illinois or Northern Iowa. They were holding JMU pretty tightly the right. entire game. I remember you that. You know, it happens. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get into these dog fights and it's just whoever has the guts to go out there and win it, they win it. Yeah, the Delaware for me... They're a much stronger defensive team. And as I, I led into this, they haven't necessarily been an explosive 40-point offense. Their calling card so far and the reason why they had success and the reason why they won the CAA was because they were dominant defensively. So I'm more so focused. Like I saw some, there, one of those Instagram <clears throat> excuse me, one of those Instagram accounts was talking about how they look sloppy on offense. I'd rather point to the fact that they held Sacred Heart to only 10 points. Like, that's a pretty big accomplishment to have in any playoff to only hold your opponent to 10 points. And Jacksonville State had a really weak first opponent. Delaware actually got tested. And Delaware is going to have a little bit of momentum defensively coming into this game, and they're going to need to be on that same level of, of high play if they want to slow down this Jacksonville State offense. But... I completely agree with you. It's really not good in my eyes to see Sam Houston held to only 21 points. This is a team that consistently blew out everybody that they played this year. This is the first time that we've seen them be held to that low of a scoring total. And I know there's not many games to really go off of, but it's not good to see in the first round against a, a, a decent Monmouth team who performed very, very well as you're now going to have to face North Dakota State. I get it. North Dakota State is not the same team it's been. But this is still a really good Bison team. Yeah, They're still going to fight. If you don't score more than 21 points, I don't know if you win that football game. Joe, did you look at the box score of the Delaware Sacred Heart game? Uh, I, I glazed over it. Julius Chestnut rushed the ball 31 times for 138 yards and a touchdown. I, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. 31 times? Jesus. You hold him to 138 yards? My favorite running back in the FCS. You say he has a good day. The defense of Delaware, d d uh, mm. Sacred Heart had 87 passing yards. They threw the ball 14 times. They picked them off. Tw they picked off uh, McCray twice. I'm not worried about Delaware. I'm just not. Why should I be? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's kind of one of those things where Delaware's smart enough defensively where they said, all right, you know what, go ahead, run the ball with Julius Chestnut. You're not going to be able to throw the football. Yeah. Two interceptions, like that's that's why they were successful is that they, they're the type of defense that can completely shut out part of your offense. Yeah. <laughs> they can t- eliminate it entirely. We'll let LeBron get his 40, and then we'll take care of Kevin Love and, and whoever else they had in the 2015 playoffs, you know? We'll be, we'll be fine. You yeah. get your 40, Ches- uh, Julius Chestnut. You got it. <laughs> you got it. But the rest of it, <laughs> we, we have it. We, we, we have you on lock and you know it. And everybody knows it. Uh, so the last headline I, we got we to talk about here, Sean. We had three teams that made the playoff that got absolutely smacked. Mm. I'm referring to Davidson, who lost 49-14. to 14. Sure. I'm referring to Eastern Washington, who lost 42 to 20. Hold, that one's the worst. That one's the most disgusting because I thought I think we all thought Ewu was going to be good. I think I saw a lot of people, not necessarily FCS fans, a lot of people on draft Twitter were like, "Oh, I get to watch Eric Berrier today," and apparently he was not ready to play. And then Missouri State, which was probably the most questionable team to make the playoff, 44 to 10 against North Dakota. Uh, that's just kind of odd to me, and I, we can't really. We can't really say Davidson didn't belong in the playoff because they made it based on an auto bid from winning their conference. Yeah. But but it's really disheartening to see that Eastern Washington and Missouri State made the playoff and got their asses kicked. I, I just don't want to see that. I don't want to see teams not play at least within two scores. To get your ass beat that bad is embarrassing and they, you need to pick better competition. It's as simple as that. At least they scored touchdowns. Holy Cross had three points. Yeah, but I, God, I, the autoplay on the NCAA website needs to calm Dude, who, down. I muted it. God. I muted it last week. It's still muted. Uh, yeah, I'm not smart enough to do that. <laughs> why, why is it with what? Dude, I can't. You can't go into ESPN without something just blaring in your headphones unexpectedly. On a, and you can never find the video either. You can never find where it is. It's tucked away in a corner. Right. Like where, where, what's this interface? Who is this interface benefiting? Is it more time that you get to log on the page and you get to track that? Say, hey, are, <laughs> I guess those seconds add up when they're when they're dealing with their uh, advertisement revenue and stuff. That our, <laughs> right. our viewers are, are spending uh, five more seconds on average on our page than they are for the same article on another page. Yeah, it's because we're looking for the, win- uh, the, the window to close close the video that you're playing yeah the uh the autoplay is easily one of the most disrespectful things uh on any website and thanks ncaa.com always going for the money yeah always going for the goddamn money ncaa is that going any of the uh any of those players we don't need to get into that but no look it's disgusting i hate seeing teams get smacked like that eric barrier only has one touchdown which is just ungodly to see as he was throwing like 10 every game i don't i don't know i'm just i'm it's north dakota state I, man Ewu, i'm not you gotta that, understand they kick yeah, in a different gear in the playoffs right sometimes it's all it takes yep <laughs> um all right Tom, sean let's talk a little nfl draft before we end up uh recapping fc estimates as i did better than you for once first things first pretty obvious here sean trey lance the goat elite okay. fcs football player He's the goat. The guy. The guy won the Walter Payton as a redshirt yeah. freshman. How about I'm the not goat? Is, not the, talk is about the guy him. who the award is named after? 
he didn't win it as a redshirt freshman. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a stupid comment. But, I mean, reg- regardless, Trey Lance, though, the things that he did in one season for the Bison, unheard of. And he is now projected to be a top 10 pick. And what we're currently hearing right now, Sean, the reports surrounding, coming from Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter, it sounds like the 49ers are picking between Mac Jones and Trey Lance. And, Sean, I'm going to come out here and say oh. it. I do not think that this is going to be Mac Jones. I just don't. I think that this is the typical smokescreen that we're getting. Trey Lance has to be this pick. If you're picking between the two guys, I get it. You maybe want to go Jones, and you maybe want to say, all right, we want to be able to win now. We're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. But if you're smart and you're looking at the outlook of your franchise, you take Trey Lance, who I have – every time I've been on a radio spot and they've asked me about Trey Lance, I have compared his ceiling to Patrick Mahomes – that if you can let him develop in a year's time, Trey Lance could turn into a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, possibly higher. Give him the time to progress, and especially on an offense with a fantastic head coach surrounded by offensive weapons and a good defense, Trey Lance could easily be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL in that situation. So it has to be Lance, Sean. It has to be. I don't. I would be so shocked if it is not Trey Lance. Well, according to uh, Chris Sims, he has Washington trading don't. up for Trey Lance. Did you see this mock don't. draft that he put out? I don't even get me started. You, this is, the man this is for has jokes, Justin right? Fields at thirty-two. The guy's a clown. The guy's an absolute clown. And the sad thing is, sometimes he's been right. Actually, he's been right a lot, which is really frustrating. But I. I don't, I don't know why I said that, because he still is a clown. I hate him. I hate him for putting together that mock draft. He doesn't, None of that's going to happen. He doesn't have the None Minnesota wide happen. receiver going in the first round. Rashad yeah. Damon? Yeah, well, I don't know what the, what the hell he's doing. So he's clearly just playing it by ear. I mean, respect to him. All power to him for not going with the consensus, but that is a little bit too far away from the consensus. That's all everyone's talking about right now, but we didn't. We're not an NFL draft show. We're not talking right. about Regardless, that. <laughs> I'm not seeing Trey Lance falling out of the top 10 in any mock drafts, which is about correct. That's what it should be. You know, he shouldn't be. He should be there. He should be in the top 10, which he will be, and he will be drafted. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Atlanta's going to do, man. I'm terrified. Regardless, the, uh, the Trey Lance, I'd be happy with him in Atlanta. I don't want a quarterback in Atlanta. I don't. Uh, but... If it was sitting there in my pocket right here, right now, Trey Lance, give it to me. I, I I want that. I want him. I want him to throw the ball 60 yards on a dime. That's what I want, and that's what he can do. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't be complaining if, if Atlanta ends up with Trey Lance, but the reality of the situation is here with these quarterbacks is in no matter what order you end up going, someone's going to trade up. Once the first three are gone after San Francisco – Whoever is the most aggressive and works out a deal either with Atlanta, Miami, or Cincinnati in that five, six, seven slot, maybe the Lions, that you know, someone's gonna try and do something to go get who is available. If it's Mac Jones, if it's Trey Lance, if it's Justin Fields, all these guys are probably gonna be gone in the top ten. I would be shocked if we reach a point where somebody's still available. Now the other two names that have continually been very, very popular, Sean. 
are Spencer Brown from you and I and Dylan Radens. And it feels like right now their best projection is going to be sometime on day two. And I, I don't know about you, Sean, but for me, I think Spencer Brown is the better prospect just because of his physical size and his athletic profile for a guy that's six foot nine, 320 pounds. The guy had a pro day of like a speed back. He ran a, a the 40 time isn't really comparable. He ran a 48840, maybe more of a power what? back, a really agile power back. He ran a 48840. Oh he had like a sub seven second three what? cone uh, or L drill. Yeah, it, it, it completely insane what he did. Go look it up. Go 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 pull okay, up his number. Spencer Brown Pro Day. I'm serious. I, I, what, what, the guy you, is not human. Here's what I'm most worried about. I'm worried about what happened last year. Where, uh, you know what? No, I maybe I shouldn't. Last year, what happened was we had a combine, but we didn't have pro days. Right. This year, we have no mm-hmm. combine. All we have is pro days. All pro days. Does yeah. that fare any better for F- FCS prospects? I don't think so. It's probably going to fare even worse. It's going to be another bloodletting, and I'm not thrilled about it. No, it's it's because the NFL. I don't know. They're going to do another round of going to sweeping through all the Power Fives and just snatching them up and not doing their due diligence because they couldn't make it out to Central Arkansas or they couldn't make it out to 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 wherever. You know, it's just it couldn't they couldn't do it, and it's not the players' fault. Yeah, that, that... right, right. I mean, there were guys, there were there were scouts at these pro days, right. but you know what I'm saying. It's you know just what I mean. ultimately, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a mess again because there's way less guys this year. Some of the late round guys that I, I wrote down: Kate Johnson from South Dakota State, Robert Rochelle from Central Arkansas, Allison Smith from Northern Iowa, and then Brian Mills from NC Central. Those are the guys that are probably going to get selected. The thing that's going to screw them the most is that they don't have any tape from this year, and all the guys that opted out that come from the big programs are getting a little bit of a flyer because it's like okay Jamar Chase you sat out but you also won a national championship and you won the Blitnikoff as a sophomore so we're still going to take the chance on you but you can't really make the same argument for a Cade Johnson or maybe even a Spencer Brown because they're coming from smaller competition this is going to be another crappy year in my opinion separate from Trey Lance for these FCS prospects. But the reality of it, Sean, hell, hell, let these guys slide. Let them slide a little bit. Who cares? They're going to lose out on their money. Sad to say that they're not going to get the contracts that they probably want. But most of these guys, I think there's opportunities for a lot of these guys to turn into really good pros because a lot of teams are going to overthink it. I mean, Kay Johnson could easily turn into the Stefan Diggs picked in the fifth round, and now he's a, a big deal. You know, I'm not blowing smoke either. It's they're similar route running, all that stuff, hands, whatever. It's just that's just it's just gonna happen like that. And that's kind of the chip that's on the shoulder of FCS players. And I, we're getting used to it, but it's a shame that we have to get used to it, you know? It, it, maybe next year we get a combine, we get uh, pro days, we get a ton of real seasons, we get a, a full slate in the fall, and FBS is doing their thing, we're doing our thing, everybody's doing their own things, and we're back on track, back on schedule, and, and uh, there's no more having to make concessions for something that's out of our control. You know, everyone's doing their best with the with the situation, but it also it stinks. So I, I'm just rooting for the next crop to get a good a good lie. Next season is going to be interesting. Ryan Roberts sent me a, a, a message in our group chat, and 
he all he said was this next FCS group is going to be really good, and then he proceeded to send me his notes on his iPhone of like a list of like thirty or forty guys that he thinks are draftable or UDFA worthy coming in this next class. Can I get I, this group chat? Next class is going to be nuts. Uh, it's just me, me, him, and Alex. You want to? So? Maybe I'll add you in. I'll run it by him. Well, you're gonna, you're, you're not gonna respond to anything. We just talk about stupid. Yeah, crap. I'd like it's to stay like, up to date. Okay, maybe I'll add you. I gotta run it by. I gotta run it by the uh, what? Uh, the gatekeeper of the I'm chat. I'm sorry, I thought well, you were I the host. Pr- I, Ryan, Ryan needs to. Uh, I am in the host. I am also the mayor of Draft Twitter. Uh, self-proclaimed. All right, Sean. Let's you get to FCS. Any, any of the draft maybe. guys that I should be responding to? You've you've stopped that bit. I've, I've been what itching do to do it. Uh, because no one's posting anything stupid in a while. It hasn't been as entertaining. Oh, man, right before the draft too. Because some, yeah, what, are they hedging well, their bets? People, They're trying to be conservative and be like, "Oh, uh, I got this right." No, it's just this. It's the same redundant stuff, and it's just like okay. Well, because there was one period of time where like the takes were just like horrendously stupid, and people that didn't know anything about football, those people kind of quieted down, and they're also less prevalent. So I have had less things to send you. Uh, FC estimate, Sean. Let's recap really quickly. Mm-hmm. Sean, Sean, you made uh, some egregious errors here. You picked Sacred Heart to beat Delaware. You also picked Davidson to beat Jacksonville State. Um, the only mistake that I made... Wait a minute. No, 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 sorry. And you also picked Weber State as well. The only two mistakes that I made, which gave me the edge this week was the Weber State game, and I also tried to pick that VMI upset, which it wasn't too far off. So right now the standing sits, me 44, you 46. Oh, so I, there I cut it that is. Lead. I cut the, oh, I cut the lead by one. Oh, that feels so good. No, Let no, it wash over you. We've got, Let another we've winning got week it. wash over you, No, 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 no. This no, is like no, a convertible sunset, I won this week. 75 degrees. I won this week. Rolling down by the I beach. Won this oh, let week. it wash over I you. Play some killer tunes. Oh, still winning. tell me this is a winning week. I went on a streak. Wait, wait, wait. I went on a streak of like five straight weeks where you beat me or we tied. And now I am climbing my way back. The streak has ended. I am back in, an, in the most important time during the playoff. You, and you just I'm finished practice. Going to tie. You just, you're tired. You're dirty. Eat it. You get in the shower. And then what's washing over you? Another winning wreck. I'm just winning. I'm, I'm just soaking in win. That's what I'm doing. Okay. You know what? Fine. Do what you want. Do what you want. Let's do this week's picks. South Dakota State, Southern Illinois, Sean. Of course, there's not... Oh, my God. You're such a clown with these some of these picks. Uh, South Dakota State, North, uh, uh, Southern wait, Illinois. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. What, did you close the dock no, no, or something? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You're thinking? Yeah, South Dakota State, yeah. What? Okay, I don't understand what there was the thing about. Oh, you're changing your picks? Yeah, I'm changing one. Oh, look at Sean. Sean's a coward. <laughs> oh, okay. who would have expected Sean the coward? I'm also going against South Dakota State. Uh, Sean changed this one. <laughs> Delaware, Jacksonville State. Del- Delaware to win. Uh, I'm going with Delaware to win as well. You're such a... I hate you. You're just such a hack. I don't even... Uh, <laughs> JMU, North Dakota. JMU to win. North Dakota to win for me. Sam Houston, North Dakota State. Give me Sam Houston to win it. I'm taking North Dakota State. So this this very well, this week is going to determine. You can either tie it up, because I, I can't lose. Yeah. Where either, the worst case scenario, I end up tied. Okay. 
Well, but then I have the following week to take the lead, which I'm going to do. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm winning right now, and you stink. So I should be fine. Okay. We here. Here's one thing to consider, though. Okay. I'm within two of you, and we've got a couple rounds left. Unlike last season, which, if I do recall, I was ahead by like ten when we hit the playoff. There was no coming back from that, Jonathan. I, on the other hand, have always been close. That's all I need. Second place is the first loser, brother. All I need. Well, when you're running a race and you're right behind—that's what I'm hearing. When you're running a race and you're when you're right behind. The guy in the lead, as long as you finish in front of him when the race is over, you win the race. That's how it works. The race isn't over yet, Sean. It's not like I'm I'm a whole lap behind you, you like basically you were last are. season. Because you're going to choke Two is a and whole you're going to fold. No. No, I am not going to fold. When's the I, last time unlike you, ran a lap? you, didn't change the... Uh, actually, I haven't been running much lately. It's impossible to get on fields here. They're all locked up. They're like they what? take it very seriously. I don't so know why they lock all of the feeds. Uh, I did go for a jog the other day, but I just I, I've been trying not to do as much cardio because like for a month I did like heavy cardio and I lost a little bit of muscle. I didn't like that. My legs are a little smaller than I'd like them mm. to be. Your brain's a little oh, smaller than I'd um, like it to be. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. If we're gonna talk small, I'm not doing that. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Uh, to the FCS Football Podcast presented by Bet Online. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Um, leave us a five star review. Follow Sean and I on Twitter at Sanderson Radio, at Joe DeLeon, at Believe Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and head to believe.com to find our show as well as hundreds of other shows. Just share the show with your friends, all right? They're watching the games. You're watching, you're listening to the show. Do they not like FCS? I bet they do. Really not. Share the show. Bunch of ingrates. Oh, just aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you soon, folks. Ignore Sean's comment. Enjoy the rest of your week. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.